Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. To give people with possibly somatic tinnitus hope, I wrote this in my journal. There was three moments and they lasted a minute, maybe a few seconds where I plugged my ears with my fingers. I didn't hear it. Compared to where I was a few months ago, I'm a whole lot better. Going outside my house when before I wouldn't, living the average life, working every day, seeing friends, uh, taking walks in parks and everything. Whereas before, you know, I think a lot of people can relate. I was afraid to leave the house because of noise, exposure and anxiety and all of that. I'm recovering bit by bit and a whole lot better. And of course, that's thanks. Uh, a big part of that was trouble health. So I believe you asked how my story started. Yeah, let's go back to some of the some of the more challenging parts of your journey, perhaps those first months or the period of time when this was this was really uh, taking its toll. Just to give a big summary on uh, how it started when I noticed it, I've had tinnitus ever since 2015. It came up while I was in uh, university, so busy, so a lot of stress, a lot of studies, partying, uh, pretty, you know high energy lifestyle. And in the beginning, it followed basically what was a period of, uh, of continuous headaches for eight months. So I had headaches. And during that period, I noticed I had tinnitus as well. And, you know, I did what everyone did. I looked online. I thought it was temporary, wasn't temporary. And for eight years, I basically dealt, dealt with my tinnitus. And there's been a lot of Ups during that period, a lot of downs. I've habituated a few times. I've lost the habituation a few times. I've seen all kinds of professionals. Some were helpful, some were extremely unhelpful. And I've been on a lot of forums and, uh, you know, internet pages about tinnitus. Yeah, you painted a good picture there. And when things really became bothersome, when they became really intense, was it affecting you more during the day, during the night? Did it affect your work? Did it affect your relationships, your 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 friends and family connections? Tell us about really day to day. How did this affect you? Okay, so how so in the early time of the tinnitus, like the first few years, it gave me a ton of stress. You know, it affected my sleep. It was just something I constantly noticed, especially in quiet in a quiet room, and especially when you know you're alone in bed at night uh, trying to sleep. And I noticed it would really uh, ramp up during stressful periods, periods where I either was drinking a lot or had a lack of sleep or was working too hard or studying too hard. And, you know, it just added to the anxiety because, you know, tinnitus is a thing where it's like, if you're doing well, you can manage with it. But if you're having a rough time separate from the tinnitus, it kind of jumps on and gives you a harder period of time. So as I said, I've habituated for the most part in the past eight to nine years. But uh, recently, in a period of time uh, last year, I following like an, an ear infection and a lot of stress working in a different country. It really ramped up. I started getting more anxiety about leaving the house for fear it would get worse due to noise exposure. I started feeling hopeless as if this was going to be my uh, new normal for the rest of my life. And uh, it really impeded a lot of the stuff I wanted to do, which was namely to have a good job, to spend time with my family and friends and to, you know, 
to basically live uh, an adult life. So this was a few months ago. Yeah, of course, that's how we got connected. That's how you worked with our team. George, tell us about what did you use to improve along this journey? So the first stuff I used in the beginning was, uh, you know, double-edged sword. I used the internet, which was, it can help point you in the right direction, but sometimes you become very obsessed with what you read on the internet. You kind of miss the right direction. You overshoot it completely and kind of go into a spiral. So that was what I used in the beginning. As time went on, and honestly, as I watched more travel health videos, I kind of got pointed in the right direction. I I kind of tried to get the first step out of the way, which was like the diagnosis. So I went to an audiologist. I went to an ENT. ENT ruled things out. Some ENTs, some ENTs kind of put me in the wrong direction, such as Meniere's disease and other things that I simply did not have wrong with me. But it was really the audiologists that kind of put me in the right direction. So I, I did a hearing test. And I believe you recommended in one video because I followed that advice. I did a high frequency hearing test, like all the way to 20 kilohertz. And uh, so, whereas before I thought I had hearing damage as an issue causing my tinnitus, I found out I actually have uh, no hearing damage at all because I could hear all the way up to 20 kilohertz on the really low uh, decibels on the chart. So then having learned that, I followed the other advice on the videos such as getting an OAN test, the, um, the, auto, uh, the acoustic emissions tests, and kind of just being put more in the right direction of what was going on with my ears. And that's where I kind of learned all about somatic tinnitus. So somatic tinnitus caused by the muscles, by the neck, by the jaw. And uh, also that's kind of when I decided to take a leap of faith, which I think was one of the best decisions I made, which was to get in touch with treble health Instead of just watching their videos, I got in touch with Dr. Mark. He's been phenomenal. He uh, kept helping me along the way in terms of uh, anxiety and uh, stress, reassuring me and giving me a lot of proper information on what to do now that it's likely I had somatic tinnitus. Living with tinnitus can be incredibly challenging. The constant ringing in your ears and the frustration of not finding relief. Hi, it's Dr. Ben Thompson founder of Treble Health. Back in 2020, I started this YouTube channel because there were so many people who were struggling to find help for their tinnitus. As the channel grew, I decided to offer tinnitus solutions directly to patients, all from the comfort of home via telehealth. Today, our team at Treble Health is recognized as the nation's leader in tinnitus care. I'd like to introduce the Tinnitus Relief Bundle by Treble Health. Our bundle is backed by science and designed to provide long-lasting relief from tinnitus. I feel like Treble Health literally gave me my life back. I was questioning my entire future and what it would be like, and now I no longer question that at all. Imagine getting back to living a full and productive life. Treble Health's Tinnitus Relief Bundle can help you find the relief you've been searching for. Visit our website at treblehealth.com bundle to learn more and start your journey towards tinnitus relief today with a risk-free trial. Treble Health. Relief from tinnitus starts here. George, we have our first question. What is somatic tinnitus? Okay. So I'm not the professional here. There's a few professionals on this chat. But from what I learned, somatic tinnitus is basically uh, tinnitus that is caused either by the, the neck, the jaw, by the muscles, or by the spine, which affects your 
tinnitus, like, or sorry, it causes your tinnitus. So it, it's it's basically something from from uh, from what I read that there's no uh, hearing component to it. It's not your ears causing it. It's not uh, your nerves being the source of it, but it's basically what's going on in your jaw or neck that's affecting the nerves that go through here. And it's causing you to have tinnitus. In my case, my tinnitus is a high pitch ringing constantly. It's uh, not intermittent, but it fluctuates a lot. It's uh, stronger in this ear. It's weaker in this ear. And yeah, basically after doing all these tests that kind of ruled out the ears or the hearing, the conclusion I that's mostly supported right now is that it's my neck causing it. Did you get a true confirmation that your diagnosis was somatic or was it more of a diagnosis of exclusion? Meaning, okay, it's not hearing, not this, then it likely is somatic. Tell us about that. Right. So from what I've, uh, so from my experiences so far, uh, it's mostly a diagnosis of exclusion because there's no test that says, okay, this specific joint in your neck or this specific muscle in your jaw is affecting the nerves. And that's causing your ringing. It's not like the more traditional form of tinnitus where they can identify a hearing loss or they can identify an issue going on with your inner ear. And that strongly supports the diagnosis. With me, it was mostly confusing. And I feel it's going to be confusing with a lot of people with somatic tinnitus because in the beginning, I did have that experience where whatever ENT or old school audiologists I've been to, they... Even, even though my tests came up clear and that was a very basic up to eight kilohertz test, they kept saying, you have hearing damage. There's nothing you can do about it. I even had one doctor say it's, it's the music God gave you. And I don't, I don't know if anyone else will agree with me. It's pretty terrible music. It ain't great, but, uh, things didn't add up. Like I can hear high frequencies from machines, like my fridge and it's a high frequency. It really annoys me. I generally had better hearing than the rest of my family. And again, the very basic hearing test came up as clear. So then uh, again, I went into the forums, I went into uh, the online chat rooms and people started talking about this, this uh, very different type of tinnitus called somatic tinnitus, which was caused by the jaw, by the neck, by the muscles. And I'm like, okay, everything else didn't add up. So I might as well check out that stuff. And lo and behold, I have jaw issues. I have misaligned teeth. I have minor disc bulges in my neck. I've had poor posture. And basically, whenever I go to a physio, they think I've had whiplash from a car accident. I've never been to, a, I've never been in a car accident. So it basically gave me a strong guess that this could really be what's causing it. But again, it wasn't really until I went on YouTube, I watched some videos from Dr. Ben. I've watched some videos from other physiotherapists, chiropractors who said they, they've they also encountered patients with tinnitus and it could also be an issue in the disc and your neck and all that stuff. And like I said, when I watched that video where I believe you recommended doing a really high frequency test, like all the way up to 20 kilohertz to like rule out hearing loss and to do the emissions test and stuff, that's when it was really like, okay, it's definitely not the ears. So that's kind of when I got put on the right path of check out a physiotherapist, uh, try to fix your neck. And uh, also like there's, there's obviously a stress component to it, work on your stress. So that kind that's, of- That's one of our path. questions from Robert. Robert asks, did the physical therapist give you specific exercises related to posture, jaw, neck? Uh, how did they- manage your case? Oh, I got a lot of exercises because uh, uh, I saw many different physiotherapists 
And uh, some of them never heard of tinnitus, but they were eager to learn more about it and help me. Some of them really knew a lot about tinnitus. They've experienced a lot of people, especially people with poor posture or whiplash. And then they, they gave me hope they could uh, help a lot with it. So uh, some of them favored like manipulations. Me personally, I'd never get my neck cracked. It's the source of anxiety for me. So I, I haven't really been going the chiropractic route. But uh, some people, uh, some of the physiotherapists would mobilize my neck. They would do like a really deep massage into those areas, try to get the discs loose. And, but most, for the most part, it has been exercises at home where it's like, uh, I got to do these throughout the day, do the head forward, the very popular uh, chin tucks. And those were the exercises they gave to me, which personally, I feel anyone can look them up on YouTube and incorporate them in their daily life. And uh, just before anyone asks about this, yes, I actually received a lot of improvement with physiotherapy a few months back when I was really intense with the physiotherapy. I was seeing a physiotherapist every week. I was doing the exercises multiple times a day. And to give people with possibly somatic tinnitus hope, I wrote this in my journal. There was three moments and they lasted a minute, maybe a few seconds where I plugged my ears with my fingers. I didn't hear it. It came back. It came back a few minutes later, but I didn't hear it. And it gave me a lot of hope. Recently, I will admit I've been lazy with the exercises. I've had a new job, a lot of desk sitting, a lot of poor posture on my part. I slipped on the routine and now it's the tinnitus is coming back a bit louder. But I have I have a lot of hope that the physiotherapy will bring it back down and you know, knock on wood if it's meant to be, make it to a point where I don't hear it anymore. Yes. Keep it up, George. I'm glad that you're sharing this comprehensive view on somatic tinnitus. Um, this is probably the area of tinnitus which is least understood, even by health professionals. So, in our community, we know it very well. And if if you don't think you have somatic tinnitus, I know that George still has tools and uh, you know mental pers- and psychological perspectives here to share that can really get us through this period. So, George, um, um, really like, doctor, like if tell- I may, yeah, please go. Uh, just to Okay, because I want to describe my tinnitus. And so, because I feel it would help if people have feel that their tinnitus is very similar to mine, maybe it could put them in the right direction. Because again, for me, for eight years, I did nothing about it. So it probably just like made, gave me what could be a longer recovery time because I never really fixed the issues in my neck until recently. My tinnitus fluctuates a lot from uh, minute to minute, hour to hour. If I press on the top of my head, it increases. If I stretch my mouth open wide, it increases. If I move my neck, depending on how I move it, it increases in one ear or the other. And whenever I've received a pretty deep massage in my neck, my tinnitus goes screaming. Like it goes from like a two or three to like a 12. And then fortunately it goes back down. So like, in my opinion, if, if you've got tinnitus, that's like constantly fluctuating from poor posture, from neck, from pressing down on things. Obviously, Dr. Ben and Travel Health would know a lot more than me. They're the experts. But in my opinion, I would look into, first of all, having that high-frequency hearing test all the way to like 16 kilohertz or 20 kilohertz to rule out potential hearing loss. And then from then, going to see a physio because that's helped me a lot, aside from Travel Health, of course. Love that. And did you ever see a chiropractor for your neck? Did you see a dentist for TMJ? Did you ever try a mouth guard if you had TMJ? And did any of that help you? So uh, I, I feel like I've seen every professional except probably like a Reiki master at this point. I'm going to start with the dentist because that's actually the first person I went to when I looked up uh, somatic 
online. And this was like a few years back. So I went to a dentist and like I said, some dentists will have heard of the link or have experience with the link between tinnitus and the, the mouth the jaw. Some won't, and you'll get a more pessimistic answer. I recommend trying to find uh, dentists who have encountered this. So right away, they told me, oh, I definitely have uh, TMJ because my jaw muscles are pretty swollen. I couldn't open my mouth wide. And I also had impacted wisdom teeth at the same time. So I, I had my wisdom teeth removed, and I feel like that actually improved my tinnitus by like 20%. It's my tinnitus, aside from like fluctuations, has never been as high as it was before the wisdom teeth have been removed. And right away, they put me on a mouth guard. Unfortunately, I've, I've chewed through a few mouth guards and uh, I feel like they've helped, but they weren't actually like uh, solving the deeper issue of what was causing my tinnitus. But maybe that would help other people because I've heard, again, through the forums, a lot of people, their tinnitus was heavily improved just through the mouth guard. Regarding the chiropractor, I saw a few early on, but... It wasn't really doing anything for me. And uh, being the hypochondriac that I am, I get a bit uh, nervous about those uh, sudden neck movements. Like they give me anxiety. So uh, maybe it helps other people. I know there are stories where Cairo has been a miracle worker. I know stories where Cairo's haven't done anything. But uh, for me, it, it wasn't really the route I went through. For me, the best out of all of them has been a really understanding and open-minded physiotherapist, someone who will look into it and someone who's uh, actually like going hands-on on your neck and who's actually and jaw and saying, oh, this feels funny. Oh, there's an issue with this disc. I would try this at home and I will mobilize this now. And usually like within like two, three, four weeks, you should be having an improvement. If not like, yeah, an improvement. That's great. I know in the United States that uh, we have someone who's called an osteopath, doctor of osteopathy, who uh, may be more, a more medical professional with a bit more medical training or experience than a physical therapist, physiotherapist. That osteopath sometimes is very good for those manual manipulations. I know that's been recommended to our tribal health community by some professionals. Do you have, did you ever pursue that, um, an osteopath or Basically, it sounds like you've, you've, you've pursued that kind of work on your neck, physical diagnosis, physical exercises. Tell us more if, there, if you have any tips on osteopath as well. So actually, I've seen an osteopath recently. And the thing with the osteopath, the physiotherapist, and even the chiropractor, sometimes you'll meet a person that's, they call themselves one thing, but they're really doing the whole thing. It kind of really melds into each other. They do the manual. They do the exercise. They recommend exercises at home. They do acupuncture at the same time. They do mobilization. But uh, regarding the osteopath, every time I see, so every time I saw that osteopath recently here in Canada, I felt my tinnitus gut was lower after each session. And I don't know if that's uh, something continuous I got to do, but I did feel like relief after each session because they were really like stretching me out there. And I feel like releasing the pressure on my nerves, but also because it is a hard massage on your nerves or your muscles, following that relief, I will get my tinnitus increasing above baseline for a few hours. And I'm assuming that's just inflammation. And then it goes down to a low level. And I do feel like it, first of all, it is expensive to see these, these professionals regularly, but I do feel like it, 
if I saw them continuously, it would really help a lot with recovery. Love that. This is great. I mean, how how many times can those who are here in the audience say that they've been able to hear firsthand encounters uh, from someone who's seen, you know, uh, a dental specialist, uh, a neck specialist, a chiropractor. We really appreciate you sharing your experience. For those who have somatic tinnitus, wonder if they do. I know a lot of people here can relate to the experience of going to a doctor, going to a clinic and feeling like, I don't know if they really understand what I'm going through. Because the reality is some of this is very specialty in terms of which professionals really know their stuff any advice, any other advice related to your specific journey or those who are here with us who are looking for the proper treatment for tinnitus? But I think your case really highlights that is dependent upon a proper diagnosis as well. Yeah, it's it, like, as you said, and like in my experience, number one is the diagnosis, whether it's to be diagnosed with something or whether it's to have things ruled out, because that will solve a lot of your uh, anxieties and any confusion in the beginning. Unfortunately for me, for me, like my rule out moment, like where I rule things out came eight years later, everything was just in theory until then, but I can tell you it's, uh, it's given me a lot of relief and it's put me on the right path. And honestly, I feel like with my experiences with Dr. Mark on trouble health, again, he was amazing. I would get in touch with trouble health because they kept me on the right path and they kind of clarified a lot of things, explained a lot of things patiently, and uh, it's helped a lot with the recovery. The other part of that question was general advice, whether right. that's motivation, mm -hmm. encouragement, detailed tools, things that you've learned, mistakes you made earlier. This The big part of this summit is knowledge share. Those who are here live can learn from what worked for you, what didn't work for you, any, right. anything else come to mind. Right. So yeah, general advice is, uh, look, I'm not going to say the forums and online Googling didn't benefit me. It did. It put me on the path of trouble health. It put me on the path of somatic tinnitus. It gave me a better idea of what to pursue. But uh, once you get what you need out of it, get off the forums. Because they those forums will keep you paranoid, keep you negative, keep you stressed. You're going to start looking at cases that basically have no similarity to you except for like the ringing. And you're going to apply that to your you're not even going to apply that. You're going to project it or manifest it into your own story. Like, for example, like at some point I was afraid to chew crunchy food because I was afraid it was going to cause hearing loss. I started being afraid to leave the house. And I believe uh, the previous guest, Tamara, had a had a, the same, a similar experience. I started being afraid of dishes falling. I started being afraid of going to restaurants, all these little things where realistically they weren't doing any harm to me. So again, for that specific area, get what you can out of the forums and then go to a more professional and advised route. The second piece of advice, which I feel like if I followed early on would have given me a lot of, would have prevented a lot of grief for me is try to find up-to-date and open-minded and understanding professionals. I saw a lot of dentists, a lot of audiologists, a lot of ENTs, a lot of other uh, random doctors in the mix that left me hopeless because they basically told me there was nothing you can do about it. This is permanent. You have to deal with it. Or some of them even like put me on some medication, which thankfully I didn't take because it would have, it had nothing to do with my case. My feeling is if they were a doctor before you were born, maybe look for a fresher face. And fortunately, Travel Health and another clinic I saw in Dubai, Hurry Clinic, they had pretty fresh faces. So yeah, I uh, try to find people who are up to date. And uh, the, third, the third piece of advice, and this is mostly for tinnitus overall, try to look at the people 
around you, like the more positive stories, whether that's like the positive cases on the YouTube channel, whether it's relatives and statistically, you're going to have relatives with tinnitus who have it and are like going on with their lives. Cause uh, sometimes I feel like when my tinnitus is affecting me really bad, I got to wonder, is it my tinnitus affecting me or is it my state of mind at the moment? Cause I've had it for eight years and I can tell you for, for the majority of the eight years, I was living a normal life, habituated life. And uh, yeah. And if, if I could give a positive story to the people who, and I know some, I, I, to be, I know some people will look at me and be like, good for him. I'm happy for him. It's not hearing loss. So I know some people will be thinking that. And like I said, uh, I do have some hope for me, but if I could give a story about my dad and also his brothers, they were all veterans, you know, they were, they were all war veterans. This was in the seventies. This was in the middle East. There was no hearing protection. There was no nothing. They were shooting guns for years at a time. They were exposed to grenades, to rocket launchers, to cannons. They did not like, they were obviously weren't protecting their ears during that time. They all forgot they had tinnitus for at least 40 years. They never thought about it. It never affected their life until I brought up that I had tinnitus. And then they were like, oh yeah, I have that, that loud ringing, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, I forgot I had it for the past 40 years. So if they can live their daily life and if they can live a happy life, you know, raising kids, uh, going to work, not wasting their life and being anxious about this. And they've got pretty severe hearing damage. My dad hears nothing. Like it's very noticeable. It gives me hope. And I hope it gives others hope that they can literally like forget it exists. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.